Yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, what do you say to people who say this is just another example of the black community not getting full justice? And what specifically do you plan to do to calm a community that's long been hurting? And do you understand that anger that people might feel? I certainly understand the pain um, that has been uh, brought about by the uh, tragic loss of Ms. Taylor. I understand that uh, as a uh, attorney general who is responsible for all uh, 120 counties in terms of being the chief law, legal officer, the chief uh, law enforcement officer, I understand that. I understand that as a black man, how painful this is. People, all of you watching tonight, to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes because the only years that anybody's ever seen were a couple of years when he had to turn them over to state authorities when he was trying to get a casino license and they showed he didn't pay any federal income tax. So if he's smart. paid zero, that means zero for troops, zero for vets, zero for schools or health. Listen, it, it's ridiculous. My father's paid tens of millions of taxes. $750 is the top dollar value space for this round. And now, the man of the hour, whether you want him or not, Jerry Joe. Hey, what's going on, Party Crashers? This is your host, Jerry Jones. Yeah, yo. Welcome yeah, yo. to another episode Won't of The lie. Uninvited. Yeah, yo. And I'm trying not to get sued by Rihanna. Uh, it feels good to be back. I know some of you are wondering, uh, where in the hell have you been? And the, the good answer, the short answer is, well, this weekend I went to go see my daughter in, uh, up in Iowa and she's doing fantastic. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, here's the thing. I, you know, I, I'm going to, I was going to wait till the end of the show. This is unscripted, by the way. I, uh, I, I just, it's been, you know, I have a job. I have a day job. When, when I am not working on the uninvited, I am spending probably of my waking hours. I would say, well, during the day, it's work all day and into the night. It's you know, I'm fortunate to have, first of all, very fortunate to have a job that allow that that allows me to work from home. Very fortunate to have a job doing the thing that I love, which is dabbling into the work of policy and community organizing and community improvement. It, it is a joy it is a joy to do the work that I do. And I'm fortunate to be able to do it and fortunate to be able to, to work with such amazing people doing that job. And there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot going on, you know, like, like you we're we're going into the fourth quarter. We are revising strategic plans, probably like many of you in your jobs and you're, especially if you're working like in a, in a professional environment, you're, you're constantly looking at, okay, uh, what have we accomplished so far? What do we need to accomplish and what do the next couple of years look like? And so that's where I've been, been in the lab, really uh, in the foxhole with with the team, 
really trying to make sure that as a as a as an enterprise we're actually doing right uh, by the people that we that we serve. So that's where I've been. No excuses, none necessary. It's just a lot a lot busier, <laughs> uh, a lot busier these days. So normally I've been shooting for for twice a week, and the last maybe two to three weeks or so. It's been averaging one. So thank you for hanging in there with us. I, like I mentioned, I was going to share at the end of the show, but I'm just going to share now. Of course, you know, we are 36 days away from the 2020 election, November 3rd. I know some of you are voting early. Uh, shout out to those of you who are uh, getting out there, not only voting early, uh, mail-in votes, absentee voting. Shout out to those of you who are keeping democracy alive. Those of you who are out there canvassing, who are texting, phone banking. Um, shout out to Kara Werner, who's on my team, who is a dynamic uh, public policy advocate for, for my team, has been out there notarizing mail-in votes. If you're in my state, in the state of Missouri, if you're mailing in, you have to get your mail-in ballots notarized. So this is just another plug. Make sure you're eligible. Make sure you're registered. Make sure you have a plan. Part of that voting plan is knowing the rules of your state. In Missouri, mail-in votes have to be notarized. Uh, absentee votes, however, in the state of Missouri do not need to be notarized, but every state has different rules. Know those rules. We are 36 days away from the election and we are about a little bit more than 24 hours away from the first presidential debate of of this season where of the two the two nominees we know who the we know who they are you've got the sitting 45th president Donald Trump he will be debating his democratic challenger former vice president Joe Biden and the the lead that I well it's not really a lead well I guess it's kind of a lead it wasn't going to be but now I'm just going to share it I'm going to be doing a thing tomorrow I'm I'm going to do Facebook live immediately not immediately when I say immediately I'm talking Jerry the Jerry Jones version of immediately which probably means about 10 to 15 minutes post debate I will be on Facebook Live with a special uninvited edition. I will be doing that for each of the of the presidential debates and as as news breaks and as we get closer to to the end. Now I know that many of you will be watching uh, Trevor Noah on the Daily Show at at night because he's just he's a genius. Uh, shout out to Trevor Noah. For those of you who maybe are into DVRing Trevor Noah, like I do, I, I, I DVR and I might watch a couple episodes at a time. For those of you who aren't going to be watching Trevor Noah, especially as we get closer and closer to the election, I'm going to be doing more nightly things. So after the debate stop, I might, I might do a couple of nightly just kind of recap what's going on uh, in the world. And I'll be doing it. Uh, on on Facebook Live, and apparently I on my Instagram Live feed that I did a couple weeks ago, my camera was upside down, which 
is perfect. Perfect for the uninvited because that's just kind of how we roll around here. You, uh, this is old news, obviously. Uh, you heard, I'm working on that, by the way. I'm going to try not to, to pause so much. You heard Daniel Cameron, the attorney general for the Commonwealth of, the, of, of Kentucky. Not, I was about to say the Commonwealth of the state of Kentucky, a little redundant, the Commonwealth of Kentucky, speaking to the pain that he knows exists for the black community at the, the lack of justice that Breonna Taylor and her family have received. There's nothing new for me to add here. We have, we have shed our tears. We have yelled. We have screamed. All of that happening within the context of Justice Ginsburg laying in state. This has just been a really rough time. Really rough time. And I don't, I don't know what else to say other than that. And listen, I, I thought. I thought as it relates to the lack of justice that black people receive in the court of law, I truly believe that I had seen it all. I thought I'd seen it all. And it turns out that this particular attorney general who is being mentored and has been being has been mentored by Senate Majority Leader, our favorite senator, Moscow Mitch, Mitch McConnell. Senator McConnell attended his wedding. Um, and it, it should it, it should be no surprise. It should be of no surprise. It should be of no surprise that Daniel Cameron would find a new way to twist the 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 spear into the side of of black people here's the thing now i'm just gonna put it out there i'm disclaimer i'm about to share what dr ibram x kendi would consider a racist idea and i'm about to share it i share it in jest and i share it in love which is probably not really a good way to introduce a racist idea to say that you're doing it in the spirit of <laughs> of humor and of love, I know that there are some of my listeners, probably a majority of our listeners, who maybe expected there to be some semblance of justice for for Breonna Taylor and for her family when. We knew that Attorney General Cameron was going to make his announcement. Many of us, I would, I would go as far as to say that an overwhelming majority, super, I would say a super majority of black folks expected there to be no charges at all. We've come to expect that. And let that let that sit and marinate for a second. That a supermajority of black people expected no charges. Not saying we didn't want it. 
Not saying that we didn't demand it, because clearly we have. There was almost zero expectation of charges. And what the Attorney General did somehow managed to be exponentially worse than not delivering charges at all. Instead of saying, screw you, I'm trying to keep this a family show. One might ask, what kind of family is listening to a podcast like this? Well, that's that's between you. That's, fam- that's a family thing. I, I really can't control that. However, doing what he did instead is more, it's more than just the finger. We expected the finger. What, when you get cut off in traffic, or better yet, when you cut someone off in traffic, you expect to give the, to get the finger. And sometimes you even expect the person that cuts you off to give you the finger. Maybe they thought you were driving too slow. Maybe whatever, you didn't turn on your signal, but they give you the finger. What Cameron did was not only did he give black people the finger, by charging the officer with wanton, uh, was it wanton abandonment? Basically, crazy ass shooting. Basically, they, they charged him with, you're shooting like a crazy person. They charged him with shooting like a crazy person. And they're charging him for the bullets that did not hit Breonna Taylor. He's being charged for the bullets and the damage that he did to the apartment. That's right. The state of Kentucky, I'm sorry, the Commonwealth. Listen, you make Jack Daniels, you don't get to sound all fancy, okay? You spell whiskey with, is it, don't they spell it like with an E-Y? I... I don't know the difference. You you whiskey aficionados, you can tell me what is the difference between whiskey with an E, like an E-Y, and whiskey with a, just a Y. Doesn't it mean that one of them is legit whiskey and the other is like legitimized moonshine? Am I getting this right? I'm sure I'm getting that wrong. For those of you from the great state of Tennessee or the Commonwealth of Kentucky, Look, so Tennessee gives us Jack Daniels, right? And the Commonwealth of Kentucky gives us Kentucky Deluxe. Kentucky Deluxe reminds me of the days of Johnny. Shout out to the Johnny's crew. Uh, Shout out to my boy, Wyatt Rosner. I just remember, I feel like I I did a lot of, of, of Kentucky Deluxe shots with Cass. Shout out to Cass. I don't know if Cass is listening. Is Cass? Has anyone seen Cass? I wonder how he's doing. That was a good dude, man. He was a really good dude. But yeah, Kentucky Deluxe was was the shot of choice for me uh, back back in the Johnny's days. But when you when you offer the world Kentucky Deluxe, you don't get to call yourself a Commonwealth. And I there I should also add when you don't charge people for killing someone who was asleep in their apartment. 
well after midnight, but you do charge the officer for shooting up an apartment and damaging the drywall and breaking some windows, you don't get to fancy yourself up. You don't get to put lipstick on a pig. You don't get to act like you're all fancy, okay? You don't get to do that. And the point, all, all I'm trying to say is this is a family show. Forgive my French. Shit is fucked up. It really is. This is the same country that has people sending money to Kyle Rittenhouse. Did you? I know I talked about this in the last pod. Did you know that he still has not been extradited? Did you know that? Yeah, he's still in Illinois. Getting his all of his legal funds, legal bills paid by these so-called Christians out here. Can I just tell you, so-called Christians, these fake Christians, are living their best life right now. This is the apex of fake Christianity. It I would say if 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 fake Christianity was a stock, this is now time to buy. And don't let yourself be fooled in that, well, you know, it's as high as it's gonna be. This is the peak. No, no, no. This isn't really the peak. I feel like there's another peak coming because there's still some value left in fake Christianity, if you're so inclined. To, to 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 jump on that bandwagon so they they have in the in the past six weeks they've seen a black man shot in the back seven times at point blank range because he was getting in his car they have funded a goFundMe for I think they're I think they're well over a million dollars for the the Kenosha uh, white nationalist teenage killer Kyle Rittenhouse and and now they've they've gotten off uh scot free on the Brianna Taylor well not scot free because lo and behold the cop did he did violate the one of the primary tenets of 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 white supremacy which is thou shalt not damage property so it's not a complete win on on the Brianna Taylor front and and uh Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and they are already mocking her. They're already mocking her with these new t-shirts. I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I tuned out. I tuned out all of the talk regarding Ruth Bader Ginsburg just for my own health and well-being because as much as I know we're hurting and as much as I, and I'm guilty of this in the last pod of politicizing what her, what her life and death has meant. I, I wanted to focus more on her life than her death. And, and I did not want to be a party of the exploitation of what her death means politically. I don't, care we can't be we can't be surprised at the at this at the behavior of the senate and i i I, i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you i think it's a it's an it's a bad look for us 
it's a bad look for us. It's it's a little bit embarrassing. This is the role of the Senate. And we and not only it is the role of the Senate and we can talk about decorum and lack of decorum and all that stuff. We the reason why we should be embarrassed. And I mean, all of us. Is and I, I'm not saying we didn't all do this, but the reality is, is that we we understood the cost. We understood what was at stake in 2016. And we, we collectively as a nation decided that this was our guy. Well, you could say, well, she won the popular vote. I know that's true, but did we do any, have we ever done anything about the racist uh, institutional policy that is the electoral college? We, we haven't done anything about that. We, we knew that that was a possibility. And here we are in 2020, and it could happen again. Because fake Christians are having their best life because now they've got the court. Donald Trump has already said that whoever this new person is that's going to come out, I mean, he, he's feeling himself. He's not going to walk away clean. They are going to try to steal it. And so I'm telling you, everybody, everybody within the sound of my voice, and hopefully well, well, well beyond that, you're voting. There, there has to be a blowout. All of here, here's the thing. I, I, I'm going to share another racist idea, but it's very applicable. And I'm not sharing this out of joy. I am sharing it somewhat out of love. One of the, the most prevalent racist ideas that has been passed down from generation to generation, and we and it's been passed down for our survival. So when I say it's a racist idea, I am not saying that it's not necessary. Extraordinarily necessary. Extraordinarily is not the word. Extremely is the better word. That black folks, we have to do twice as much, twice as we have to perform twice as well twice as much to get half of what we are owed twice as much to get half Democrats progressives leftists all all of us who are not supportive of the current regime it isn't enough this is something we already know but this is something now that that you all that, that as black folks, we've understood this for our entire time here. And which is why we show up for Democrats. We show up for a party and we go all in. We put all, for, by and large, all of our chips on the table. Democrats, we can't just win a state. We have to blow the brakes off. That's where I just conflated metaphors, didn't I? You can beat the brakes off. You can blow the roof off. You don't blow the brakes off. We have to beat the brakes off Republicans at every state contest. President, Senate, Congressional, all we, we have to we have to destroy them at the polls. 
it has to be indisputable because votes will get tossed out. Votes will be challenged. And after all of that, we still are going to have to have enough to win. We were robbed. And when I say we, I'm talking about America was robbed in 2000. I would contend we were robbed again in 2004. We were robbed in 2016. And the jig is up. They're planning on robbing America again in 2020. So there is no undecided stuff. You have to vote for the primary challenger to the president if you want a country. We all know who that is. Who's the libertarian running? Oh, that's right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. 36 days. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be doing a thing and I'm going to I'm going to try to figure out how to get people to 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 like join me on there. I think there's a way. I I'm going to have to spend some time. I'm not well, I'm not going to do that tonight. If you're listening tonight uh, on Monday, by the time you're listening to this, I will be very enthralled with the the Kansas City football team going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Uh, it's going to be epic. What I should be doing is figuring out how to use Facebook Live and how to incorporate your presence to, to really engage in, in, in conversation. One of the things that I'm certain will come up during the debate tomorrow is the New York Times report on Donald Trump's finances. Let's just say it's not that it's breaking news. We knew that that the president has a tax tax allergy if we're being kind. But $750 $750 in taxes. Each of the past couple of years it looks like that's that's roughly what he's paid. $750. And I I agree with Whitney Cummings. Do y'all y'all follow Whitney Cummings? Whitney Cummings is if you don't know who Whitney Cummings is, first of all, I think she's one of the best followers on Twitter. She has a new podcast out. Oh my gosh. And I just I'm 50. So I injured my back somehow on Friday. And I have been in some serious pain over these past three, four days. And I have no idea. I have no idea how I injured my back. And the only thing I can think of is that, well, it's because I'm 50. And I was just listening to Whitney Cummings pod last earlier, uh, late last week. And I can't remember the name of the pod, but she's got a great podcast out and she's just a brilliant comedian. Um, she's got some specials on Netflix, check her out. And she said something, I think she posted it last night and it makes all the sense in the world. Let's remember 
who Donald Trump's base is. Let's think about the kinds of folks who would. We just had a uh, we just had a rally here in Kansas City on Saturday, and the Trump supporters all met at the Liberty Memorial, and then they just ended up driving all through the city for a couple of hours with their. You know, as far as I know, as far as I know. I don't. I didn't hear of any incidents of violence or anything inappropriate. It was just annoying. I do think it's interesting that of all of the places they could have met for this rally, they chose the Liberty Memorial. For those of you who aren't from Kansas City, the Liberty Memorial is the I believe it's it was one of the first, it may be the first monument to those who gave their lives in sacrifice to this nation during World War I. As you know, Donald Trump likes his heroes that don't get caught. One would assume then he also likes his heroes not dead. I believe he's referred to to those who have served and those who have served and died as suckers and losers. Am I getting that right? Am I summing that up okay? So for the Trump supporters who I'm no, I am not going to say that. What I will say is this. It is woefully inappropriate, and that's at, if the kindest thing I could say is that it's inappropriate. The most appropriate thing I could say is that it was inappropriate. Disrespectful is the word I would use, disrespectful. To gather at the memorial of heroes, people that we consider heroes, and people that your president considers to be suckers and losers. I'm going to say to you right now, if you are a Trump supporter, and if you have never served, or you haven't had someone in your family serve, if you haven't had someone in your family that has served and died, or if you haven't served yourself, stay the fuck away from these memorials. And that, you know what? It sucks. I'm going to, for the first time, when I publish this, I'm going to have to put explicit on instead of clean. But it is so disrespectful for you to show up knowing that your guy called every single person that we honor with that memorial a sucker and a loser. So when you support that person, you are supporting his ideology. Don't meet up at memorials anymore. Unless you've worn a uniform, unless you or someone in your family has worn that uniform, or unless someone in your family has worn that uniform and given their life, stay the fuck away from these memorials. And when you stop 
using the flag as a shield for your racism. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Wow, we went off on a tangent, <laughs> didn't we? It just, just, just the notion though. I mean that, that, um, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a pacifist and I'm certainly not a hawk. And I, I hear, I hear, I hear the, 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 the cries of folks who, who've served and, and feel, truly feel that the, the not standing for, for the national anthem to them, it makes them feel a certain kind of way. And I can, I can, I can respect that while disagreeing with it, acknowledging that I can never understand the pride that, that it must feel to, to have worn that uniform and given everything and put it all on the line to, to protect us. But I will be damned if you've got a bunch of selfish ass racist people showing up at a memorial spitting on, on the memories of the people. Because that, the, what you did, what you did by showing up at Liberty Memorial, not you. I mean, because you're listening to this show, which means you, you, you would not have, have been one of those people. But the pejorative you, the pejorative people who are out there, they, I'll use that. How about that? They actually disrespect the flag. They are actually the thing that they hate when they see Colin Kaepernick or when they see any, any person of color demanding equality and justice <laughs> uh, I have to laugh to keep to keep from crying so yeah this is a train wreck you know I I promised you I promised you in those first few episodes that each episode would get better and the only thing that got that progressed during this pod is that I got angrier and I need to learn how to be okay with that. It's tough being a black man and being angry when you're a black man and you show emotion, whatever that emotion is, at minimum you're criticized and at worst case scenario, you can get killed. In Iowa, uh, we were in Iowa yesterday seeing my daughter and I don't know how it came up. You know, and, but, but she mentioned, she said, um, she's like, it isn't fair that I have to worry about my dad when he's driving. And, uh, he might not make it home. She's like, that's not fair. And it isn't. It isn't fair that she would have to worry. And obviously, I worry about her driving for a myriad, a myriad of reasons. She's a teenager, for one, easily distracted, and she's, she's black. 
it isn't fair that she has to worry about me. I get worrying about her, but it isn't fair that she has to worry about me. And she's like, why are we still, you know, why are we in 2020 still fighting this over just being equal, being seen as human? And that that's kind of stuff is kind of hard not to just creep in to 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 stuff like a podcast for instance certainly creeps into work creeps into everything so i'm going to work on not being sorry for being angry and this show being uninvited is is really a way of uh, uh, an avenue by which create a safe place even if it's just a safe place for me to express myself without the fear of a retribution i could there could be retribution i could very well get sued by rihanna for using her her song i hope i didn't use enough or too much to to invite uh, a lawsuit and uh we should stop. There should we should put an end to black on black suing. I think, I, I I think I think that we should put an end to that. Um, why is it that no one ever talks about white on white violence? Like, what are white people doing to stop white on white violence? I never. That's a that's a topic I've never heard before. That's yeah. And. And yes, so <laughs> I want to thank you for sticking around. This is your favorite train wreck. I'm going to be on. This is probably not the best way to say, oh, and catch me tomorrow when we're on Facebook Live where there'll be more train wrecks. But we're going to be on Facebook Live. We're going to be breaking down the the debate. And I'm going to figure out how to create spin rooms for uh for my people and we're just gonna talk let's uh let's uh let's talk about it let's let's really dig into the conversation like and 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 here's the thing none of us are really political pundits none of us really has a a platform by which people are like oh i'm gonna listen to hear what they have to say but you know we can we can form our own platform we can have our own political discourse and so now this we're in that season now where this is what really uninvited is all about let us not let the talking heads form the narrative for us let's form the narrative for ourselves so we're going to hash it out we're going to talk about it i don't know how long i'm going to be on but it's going to be it's going to be a while right so not that i can compete with joy and and, and Chris Hayes and, and Rachel Maddow and Nicole Wallace. Yes, I'm, I'm an MSNBC person, so I know you'll be watching that. But if you're not wanting to watch that, if you're not watching Trevor Noah, hop on to Facebook. Check us out at Uninvited tomorrow. We'll be live and it will be fun. On that note, I'm going to get out of here because it's 6 o'clock and we're about an hour and 15 minutes away from the game of the year kansas city versus baltimore mahomes showtime mahomes versus action jackson it's gonna be awesome hey i was i normally say i will catch you 
on next Wednesday or Sunday, but I'm going to catch y'all tomorrow night on a very, very, very uh, special debate edition of The Uninvited. Until tomorrow night, peace. $750 is the top dollar value space for this round.